Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Pondering Nerds. We are here to talk about anything and everything nerd culture. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Mickey, and with me we have Nate. Hey. Joy. Hello. And my girl, Alyssa. Hi. Hi, hi everybody. Uh, yeah, we're here today talking about something pretty interesting that's um, circulating the interwebs these days. It's uh, an invention from this engineering student um, who created this leaf, right? But it's man-made. Um, it's called a man-made breathing leaf. Pr pretty much it produces oxygen and it can be used for so many different uses around the world and even in outer space. So we're here to talk about that. And um, yeah, what, what do you guys think about this really cool invention that could pretty much change space exploration as we know it? I mean, in terms of um, like far off trips, you know, where uh, oxygen levels won't be a concern because that, that is a big concern for, um, for um, explorers who are traveling to different planets or anything like that, you know? Like, we haven't really visited another planet yet, and this might make that kind of possibility easier. You know what I, I mean? I mean, I'll go, ahead and, I'll go ahead and jump out there. Like, it's, I mean, uh, I, I was going to wait for somebody to say positive, and then I was going to say something negative. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> But um, I'll go ahead and be the negative Nancy on this, man. Like, I call straight bullshit. Like, I think that this is awesome. I think that this is a step in the right direction. And, you know, it's one of the many factors that you have to take into account um, for space exploration. But um, here recently, I've been watching a lot of documentaries, like UFO documentaries and stuff, just because I'm a dummy geek like that. I like conspiracy stuff like that. But out of all the, the bullshit that's on those documentaries, which is, they're more pro propaganda, um, there was a physicist on there that, you know, he was pretty much denying that there is, there, there was a chance that, you know, UFOs have ever come and visited here. And that's simply because of the vastness of space. Like, when, you know, when we're learning about the solar system, you know, as, as children, um, we don't really, we don't really talk about how far exactly some of these other planets are away. When we look at pictures, it looks like it's right around the corner, you know what I mean? Um, but some of these, you know, they, um, I forget which planet it is, but I did read it would take a few hundred years to get there. Um, you know, and that's just within our, in our so solar system? Yeah, in our solar system. Mm -hmm. So you're talking, I mean, it, you're talking generations, even if you were to set out on this mission, you're talking generations of people that would have to make this trek. Um, and I don't know, I just, I call bullshit. Like, the physicist said that we just, as of this point, we don't understand, but as humans, we see point A and point B. Like, say, you know, A is Earth, and, you know, B is Saturn or Jupiter. Um, it, we don't understand the physics, like, to bring those two points together. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
they think it's possible. They think you can that that like in Star Trek you can bend the space time continuum and and straight, you know, uh, go there. But they just don't know how. They don't know how that's possible with in, with the physics that we know about today. So I don't know. I say that's cool. That the leash thing is a nice idea. If, like I said, it's one factor that goes into it. But I just call bullshit on like long term exploration at this point because we don't have the ships for those long-term missions like that to support humans, you know what I mean? So, But then we also have people buying space on ships to go to Mars, so... True. You know, and and the moon, so I don't know, I mean, it's in the works and the technology is... it's moving at a snail's pace, but there's plans being made and this might make it much easier. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah, that, that's what I think. Like, if they're able to find a way, like with this plant, to just make us, you know, breathe better in space so that we can make that trek to another planet, then I'm all for it, you know? I mean, at the same time, it's you got to wonder, like, are we really meant to go out to other planets? Or, are you know, is that's this... That's combo. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, I mean, I think it's... I, I'm all down for like traveling to other planets but i'm just wondering like you know this is you gotta want i meant in the sense of like this planet is this the only planet that we're really able to live on like with the oxygen and you know all the elements come together you know would life be able you know to survive on another planet like mars Hmm. it's gonna be like total recall with the three titty girl be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that will be so awesome. Uh, well, I, I was really intrigued by the technology that um, that the engineering student used. His name is Julian Melchiori. Melchiori. Um, yeah, that's how you say his name. Um, he's a Royal College of Art. Oh, he's a graduate. Okay, so he's not in school. Why do they keep Mentioning him as a student. Anyway, um, but yeah, like he used silk extracts and he infused chloroplasts from plants onto them. So that's how he makes the leaves, which is really cool. Um, it kind of looks like, I don't know, it's, it's a really interesting shape. It looks like a plum bob or something, you know? <laughs> when you invent something like that, do you step back and just go, <laughs> like you just invented something really great, and, you know? I don't know. If I was a scientist, I'd totally do that. Lab coat and everything. Just. <laughs> I mean, if the planet ever comes to an end, or you know, the world's oxygen somehow gets destroyed, I guess these plants are a good backup. So, I I don't know. I get true. I agree like with, with the ozone. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. Oh, I was gonna say I have to agree with you and your view. Is like, I don't think I think there's much more variables we have to worry about than just like oxygen like some of these planets are millions billions of miles away like will we even be living that long in a spaceship to get there what are you going to raise babies as like you're going to like impregnate a woman in space and then like have her child like it just <laughs> doesn't make any sense we're never going to get there because it's just too fucking far away unless we send like robots that's the only way and then you got to hope that power doesn't die or something there's so many other variables 
So I just don't think it's possible. I think the leaf will be viable for other things, but maybe not space travel. Well, he did mention using the leaf for other uses in yeah. the home or to yeah, like people fix maybe environmental issues. Right, like people who need oxygen, who, you know, it'll be cool. They don't have to walk around or sit around with, like, oxygen tanks. Maybe it could be, you know, viable to them. People who can't breathe or, you know, people, asthma patients, you know, stuff like that. But space, it just seems, like, uh, so random. Yeah, far-fetched is, yeah. like, out of all the implications that it could be practical for, like, <laughs> just, just, just like that one, they're, they're literally reaching for the stars. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, guys, we could totally do it. We could totally take you to space. Like, no, you can't. Stop it. <laughs> you know, no, I mean, as, as crazy as the world is right now, I'd don't think it's going to come to an end anytime soon. Watch, I said that, and it's going to come to an end tomorrow, yes, so it's, maybe... It's over tomorrow, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I, I don't see uh, uh. the rush to colonize to another planet yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's not that bad. You know, unless someone shoots off a nuclear bomb tomorrow, I think we'll be alright. We don't need to rush to Mars. So... And now it's going to happen. Thanks, Joy. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. Well, he did have, um, he had an exhibition with all of these diagrams and stuff of the leaves covering different buildings. and. <laughs> that's interesting. Well, uh, yeah, that's our, our thought process on the whole artificial leaf. Well, thanks for checking us out at another episode of the Pondering Nerd Show. And we hope to hear your comments on our, on our thoughts about the LEAF experiments. Um, it sounds really cool. And obviously, there are a lot of different ideas that can be uh, implemented from this invention. So uh, let us know your, your thoughts about it. Check us out on our different social media links. Uh, you can find them. Um, at the bottom of our new ponderingnerds.com website. Check that out. Also, we're on Facebook. We're on, we're gonna be on iTunes soon. We're on Pinterest, we're on Instagram. We are all over the place. So make sure to keep an eye out for new content there. And yeah, we'll see you during the next one. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye, peace. <laughs> <laughs>